Recording in progress. Recording is allegedly in progress. I have to have that those first few seconds where I go, is the audio recording? And then I see a bar go past and I go, we're fine. So, anybody who's watching on YouTube right at this moment in time is going, what is happening here? Because the title would suggest it's the darkest timeline. If you're watching on YouTube, you're not used to seeing this face. And... Yeah, it's, it's actually happened. There is a guest. I've threatened for about, I don't know, 300 episodes or something that I'd get a guest. And uh, what better guest than a fellow podcasting host, co-host, host some weeks, in uh, in the form of, of T-Dog from the Straight to the uh, Apex podcast, which is one of our many podcasts. Formula One podcast. Tony T Dog Ross, how are you, sir? I'm okay, thank you. How are you? Are you good? I am breathing. Let's go with that. Yes. I mean, we always say this, don't we? we whoever, everybody asks, but do they really mean it? Do they really mean it? Well, there, therein lies a uh, a very deep question to start with. Um. Yeah, I had I had one of the old uh, the old one day illness over the weekend. Couldn't happen. Couldn't oh. happen. On, couldn't happen on a working day, could it? Had to be a had to be a weekend day. That's how it goes, though. Yeah, it took me it? took me down hard just for one day, and then uh, and then that was that. What Back. was it? What was it? If you'd want to divulge, uh, I can tell you this much: it was not COVID. Um, it was presumably also not flu, seeing as I've had a flu job. So I'm going to go with monster cold that felt like possibly COVID and possibly the flu. <laughs> Which at this point in time, I'm sure there'll be a point where I burst into a coughing fit. But at this point in time... You're doing okay. I mean, you didn't say I was throwing up through my nose. So. No, not that. None of, um, none of the, none of the, and none of the other end. Nothing. It was just, I needed to have a little, a little lion, and take it steady. And what did you do? Just take it steady. Just, I had to, I had to say, look, today, it's not happening. We're just gonna have to. But you need them days. You need them yeah. kind of days. And if I'm honest, I think I can, I think I can think why I felt that way because I've been burning it a little bit too much, at both ends recently. Getting up early, going to bed late, and expecting it all to be fine, and it's not. It's never going to be. Yeah, I'm. I'm doing that at the minute, and it's going to get me. I know it's going to get me, but I just got to keep rolling. Mm. Just got to keep rolling, keep rolling, keep working, keep working on myself, keep working in in my marriage, keep working at work. Just keep keep the the machine going. Yeah. Keep the pennies coming in. Keep the short-term goals, long-term goals, spinning yeah. all these plates. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 crazy, but it 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 pays off. But we have these days. We have these moments. Yep. Yeah. Every now and then, yeah. your body's like, "Look, pal. If you don't take a take a breath, if you don't take a minute, then I'm going to take you down, and I'm going to take you down hard." And unfortunately, yeah, yeah, it is. And you know, I've spent too many weeks of getting up at silly o'clock, running like running the entire day to the absolute max, going to bed at silly o'clock, and thinking, oh, I'll just do the same tomorrow, and it'll be fine. It was not fine. Yeah, yeah. So, we already went off on a small tangent. I wrote uh, as as a guest. I wrote some uh, I wrote some questions down. I like, I like a me. little question every now and then. And I thought we could start with a icebreaker. That's the way these things are supposed to start. So, Tony, if you could be any animal, what would you be? That is a very good question. Very good question. Very good question. 
think I'd be a shark. Mm. Apex predator, nice. Just moving around, just gliding about. I'd probably be one of them great white megalodon ones. That you just you see me and you think, whoa, this guy's fucking business. Like this, this is a big boy. We need to back off now. The one thing I've never understood about. I mean, I understand the the science side of it, but what, the whole sharks can't go backwards thing. Because they get like water in their gills and it, and they essentially drown. So they have to keep. Yeah. They are. They are. They're always moving. Like when there's that whole thing about them sleeping as well. When they're sleeping, they're moving because they can't stop moving. And honestly, it sounds exhausting. I mean, I mean my answer. If anybody knows me, my answer would have absolutely have them in fits of laughter. Um, and now that you've stated that as again, like that couldn't be anything like opposite to me um, because I really do enjoy sitting down and doing nothing but at the minute that is what I feel like at the minute uh, that's, that's going into ties into what we were talking about there you go you see full circle it's, gone, it's already gone just John Rambo go. we've just, gone full circle just keep going keep going just keep keep meticulous in what you're doing keep your thoughts in your mind keep, keep level headed just waiting for that prey, waiting for that opportunity. There you go. I always thought I wanted to be, uh, I wanted to be a cat, and then thought when I got when I got a little bit more active in my life, I was like, I think a dog. Like, yeah. As a dog, you like you only have to worry about like going for a walk twice a day, your meals, mm. and which bit of the sofa you're gonna sleep on. Yeah, but. Cats in general are held in a high regard, right? Yeah, but... I mean, cats were once worshipped. They still are. Yeah. Yeah, really? Right. I mean, in some places, people eat dogs. Yeah. My cat. But I mean, it's it's, it's your it's your choice. <coughs> I mean. My my cats are still worshipped. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I mean, but then you could be any. There's lots of cats out there. You'd have to be a big one, wouldn't you? Big cat. Yes. I don't mean like one of them, you know, chunky monkeys. I mean like a like a tiger, <laughs> like a tiger or something. I've seen a lot of them on Instagram. I've seen a lot of them on Instagram. Then they're more bald than cat, really. So you've got a podcast. I've got a podcast. Let's talk podcasting. So as part of the having you on as a guest, and obviously a big thank you from me to you coming on, taking the time out of your life to uh, to guest on the podcast. One of the things I was like, well, a lot of the time, podcasts just appear out of thin air. You know, you never know when they're coming. There's no sort of set schedule for them, and they just magically appear. And nobody ever really understands the background. Like, where did it come from? What was the conversation? How did it happen? So I was like, well, let's remedy that for the Straight to the Apex stuff. So, First question, how long have you been a Formula One fan? Take me back. Been a long time, dabbling kind of in and out. and It all started, and we touched on this in season one, we all had the same answer. It was really quite strange, and it was kind of like a whoa moment like on the podcast. Just Sunday dinner, round at your grandparents or with your family, and you just stick it on in the afternoon, and you start watching it, and you think, wow, that's... As a kid, you kind of like, wow, I can't wait for a crash or something to happen because it's just so boring, and it's kind of come slowly come from there. People win, it gets boring, you kind of turn it off, and then you come back into it again, something else happens, and there's another storyline, and kind of came from there, really. And... Yeah, those, us three have been friends for quite a while now, um, and we just we both we all kind of live pretty busy lives. And, and Matt Wilkins just—I don't know how that guy sleeps. To be honest, he's just so busy, um, so busy watching and doing everything. Um, and James is, is a family man, and it's just nice for us to catch up. And that was the whole. 
premise of it. It was just for us just to catch up. And I think it was Mark just said, look, there's, there's a guy called Andy. He's got a channel. He's looking for a Formula One podcast or another podcast to join. What do you, what do you think, guys? And it was like, yeah, go on, man. Let's just let's have a chat. Let's just have a chat about F1. Because we all watch it. We're all interested in it. Why don't we just do something on the regular? It's kind of come from there, really. Weirdly, you've, good, yeah. weirdly, you've touched on three of my questions in mm. what you've just said. I, I was like, he's, he's, going th- he's going through all of my questions. He knows what I'm going to ask him. Um, I know. So, another, another question. How long have you known Mark and James? And how, how do you know Mark and James? Years. Years. I want to say, is it 10 maybe? Maybe 10? Maybe a bit less? But who's my wife? Now wife works with Mark's wife and James's wife. Uh-huh. Um, and I just got introduced one day to, 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 the, to the work group. And I kind of just hit it off with both of them, really. Um, and it just started from there. We Beth made friends with, and we started like, doing stuff together and doing stuff separately and then just kind of gone from there really yeah kind of going out for meals and stuff going night for drinking things and celebrating like people's birthdays and stuff that's where it's all kind of came back quite like natural like like anybody any new people or friends and from there yeah, and I think it was it was I'm sure it was James's wife who was the first person like when you're new to a group of people, especially work, and you know, I'm not the. I do come across quite sometimes confident, but I'm really, really not. She was like, just kind of brought me in and was like, "Hi," introduced me, introduced me to James, and then that was kind of the whole start of it for me. And then obviously people leave and go places, but we've always, as group, as a group, stayed stayed together. Um, yeah, that's about it, really. Yeah. I've I've had, I like I I know what you mean from those situations where like your partner's got like a works do and you go I remember going to a, a Christmas do years ago and walking in mm. and, and instantly going I am in the wrong place this is not the place for me. these are <laughs> not my people I was in I was in like a full suit and felt underdressed was like this is not wow. this is not the situation for me like you know when you just like I am too under undereducated, too underdressed. I am the wrong man to be in this situation because it's one of those situations where, like, I should probably stick to soft drinks because somebody's going to lose their job in this scenario kind of situation. So it was like, okay, let's let's just keep quiet. And then I've had other situations where it's like, oh, you know, come come meet so and so, and that group, it's. You know, they are still friends now. Friends that you see regularly. Yeah. Friends that it's like, oh, this is so-and-so's partner. And you're just like, hey, we have something in common. And, hey, why don't we go and do a thing? And, hey, there's a, uh, you know, there's a show coming up. And, you know, let's go and do this and let's go and do that. And then you start moving away. Yeah, you start having that, in, that independent friendship from where it started. And you're like, oh. So I've, I, I, I've seen both sides of that. And it's like... It can either be, it can either be really hit or really miss. Yeah, and it depends. <laughs> on me, I, if it's the first time situation in a new group, you kind of just got to sit on the side and wait. That's, I yeah. don't know. That's that's my until you get invited. Until you get somebody comes in and goes like a an app, like a, a branch and goes, "Hey, who are you again? What should what do you do?" And then then that gauges that conversation and. That was yeah, uh, James's wife, Charlie. Yeah, and it all kind of came from there. I've been trying to, yeah. um, I've been trying to plug an idea um, because uh, each of your good ladies gets a lot of um, like a lot of airtime through the podcast. I've been trying to sell an huh. idea where one week it's just the ladies of Straight to the Apex doing the podcast 
and don't mention a single thing about it. They just come on, do the podcast as if it's just a normal thing. It finishes. The week after, you guys come back on, don't mention the week before, just carry on like normal. And it's just like, just one of those completely random scenarios where nobody talks about it. Because I mean, like, it'd be a good idea. Because I think they just, they get a lot of airplay through, like, by proxy. So I'm like, got to do a thing where it's like, the ladies of Straight to the Apex. Just do one episode. Like, never spoken of again. But it's like, when you get a group of guys together, they won't, they will, we do talk about our wives, you know. But when you go home and go, oh, what did you talk about? Nah, nothing. nothing. It's it's. The Did you most, mention this? Nah. It's the most standard guy thing in the world. What did you talk about while you, while you were out for six hours? Nothing. Nothing. Did you ask out the Nothing. But then, but that's the thing with the podcast. You've got to be careful because you don't want to say the wrong thing. And my my wife's made many a cameo because she does not care, which is extremely dangerous. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but then, if you if you want to get the three three of them on, it'd be difficult, because Matt Wilkin had just, it might just, anything not straight to the apex norm, Matt Wilkin is like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll you can't him. go deep. We'll you can't him. go off on a tangent. <laughs> we'll have to have <laughs> him tied, to tied and gagged in the background. <laughs> Just for effect. Eyes bulging. You know like your teacher used to do. Yeah. You know when you were like sort of doing something you shouldn't have done in class, and your teacher kind of walks up with his hands on his hips, like, um, "Excuse me, what are you doing here?" <laughs> no, no, nothing. Nothing. Gotta love him. So Gotta I know you. I know you've already mentioned, but take us through the the sort of. I know, like, I know you've already been through it, but take us through the timeline from. Do you know something? I really fancy doing a Formula One podcast to welcome to episode one of Straight to the Apex. So it was Mark and I think yourself had a few conversations and Mark was like, hey, do you guys fancy doing an F1 podcast? And I was like, yeah, go on then. Sounds pretty good. Be a good chance for us to just chat. And I thought it would just be loosely on F1 and we'd have a, we'd have a chat. We'd just talk rubbish. Because I thought that the majority of podcasts that I watch, it's loosely based on something. But it always goes off on a tangent to a tangent to a tangent. And everybody just starts talking about bollocks and just rubbish. And it just, it's funny. It's random. But we started doing it, and it, it was funny. Maybe risky funny. And it's just, just... Yeah, F1, just catching up, catching up, and then catching up with the F1, and just having a laugh with it, having a laugh, taking the piss out of each other, taking the piss out of F1, like you would if you was at the pub, like if you were just saw that friend for that drink, like, or if you, you were sitting down with some other group of friends, and it just it all came from there, quite natural, at first it was hard. Because it's like, oh, we're on YouTube and we're getting recorded, and, but now it's just it's just pretty natural. But that's it needs to be, and it that's always I think it needs to be authentic. And I think it is, and that's that's the best thing about anything out there that anybody does. As long as it's authentic, then it doesn't matter. And it is, it is. I've said it. I'll say it again. It's just three guys talking and it, we talk a bit about F1 loosely about F1 and it's just catching up I was uh, I was sat, sat at my desk at work a couple of weeks back and I sit on a, on a middle desk and I've got a guy that sits on a particular day on a Thursday I've got a guy that sits one side I've got a guy that sits the other side and at one point I saw one of them look across and the other guy turned to me and was like what are you listening to I was like, oh, I'm doing the vetting for the Formula One podcast. But they turned around because I was absolutely wetting myself. I was like, jeez. And I always say to people, I find, I, I feel that like the Straight to the Apex podcast is has one of the tightest formulas for any podcast we do. It's got, you know, when I write that it's got like, 
the previews, the reviews, the news, the predictions, the, you know, some podcasts, although they do have those, don't always have them. Whereas Straight to the Apex always has, here's the news, here's what happened in the race, here's what, what race is coming up, here's what we think is going to happen. You know, every now and then there, was, there would be a quiz thrown in and it was one of the tightest formulas with the loosest like kind of flows and there was always yeah. you know I've always said there's always going to be a point you will laugh out loud no matter where you are no matter what you're doing and that can sometimes get you into trouble as I've uh, as I can attest to you laugh at the wrong thing at the wrong time and then somebody's like what are you laughing at and it's like I don't think I want to explain it to you so I'll just say podcast move on um, so yeah there's you know there is that it's you three guys most most of the time it's you three guys week in week out and you know I, I'm like not not to name names but you know there's the brains the looks and the and the comedy relief that's exactly exactly what I was thinking and that's why I think it works well and I think that's why we work so well because that is it that that's you've got the three trifecta that rolls it out again and again and again and again and that's why it's, it's it is funny and it is informative at the same time and, and yeah it's, just, it's, and now it's got it's got its own stories in it as yeah. well yeah it's when you were saying like when Mark was like hey do you want to do a podcast and it was like yeah and I remember going back six seven years at this point and just that, like for me, it was the fear. It was the fear of saying to another person, look, I've got this idea and I'm thinking of doing a podcast. Do you want to do it with me? Working on the principle that that person would say, are you insane? Absolutely not. There's no way, no how. And I was like, I'd be like going to people and be like, and I'm like... I think this person would be really good to do this podcast with. And I think this person would be really good just to have a chat with. Them. And then eventually, after months, working up the courage to say to one of these people, I'm thinking of doing a podcast. Would you like to do it with me? Would you like to be on as a guest? Would you like to do an episode? And in all of these years, I think there have been maybe two people who have said, no, I'm good, thanks. Every single mm. other person's like, yeah, that sounds great. And then you're like, why didn't I say something sooner? Well, you know, we could have got a jump on this. We could have got ahead. You know, I <laughs> it was when I realised that I'd been umming and ahhing for 18 months. And just looking yeah. at that time going, if I'd have started 18 months sooner, how much more content that would have been out there and, you know, what, what a difference that time would have made. So, yeah, I, I always find it interesting... When you say to someone, like when I like when I said to you, do you want to do a pod? Do you want to guest on a podcast? And you're like, yeah. You're like, okay, cool. Let, let's make it happen. And I'll, you know, I'll be I'll be hitting the uh, I'll be hitting the other two up for guest spots uh, further down the line. Um, every now and then, it gets mentioned that there is there is a secret missing episode of uh, of a podcast that Mark was on. And it's never it's never been like coded and uploaded, and I keep threatening that when I get the time I'll do it and just just for like because I think it'll be like a time capsule because it's gotta be. I'm gonna say it's a minimum of two years old, and there's wow. there's absolutely no reason that it hasn't been done other than a time factor. Like obviously, Jesus. like each week it's like I've got to get. I've got to get the darker timeline uploaded. I've got to get the football podcast uploaded. I've got to get the Formula One. I've got to get, you know, sometimes it's the rest of the NFL, you know, the the ones that are like in season and stuff. So there's some, more often than not, there's not the time to say, oh, I'm just going to code this random podcast from X number of years ago. But then every uh -huh. week I'm going into like the folder of the podcast and it sits there at the very top going, it's today the day. And one day, one day, Maybe maybe this is a hint. But 
we'll be able to know how old it is because of Mark's hairline. It might, it might, it might still be there intact. I'm going to say minimum of two years because it was before the Formula One podcast started, and you guys, wow. you guys have had two seasons, so we can we can mark oh. it by that. It was kind of, it was kind of a almost like a screen test for Mark to see uh, to see if he could. Uh, if he could steer steer a podcast ship through choppy waters, um, so maybe that was why it never got done. Maybe it was just a just a little test. I think it was one of the podcasts. I think it was one of the bullshit casts, which always descended into rank these different food items. <laughs> That's all they ever were. It was, it was which is the best chocolate bar? Which is the best? The nut one was always. It always came up. It always came back. Don't ask me why, I don't know. Speaking best of ranking best. things. Go on then. Best Formula One Best Formula One driver in history. Oh, it's hard. It's very hard. Yeah, I think I'd say Lewis Hamilton for me. British. Um Icon, legend, pushes the boundaries, pushes the, the um, outside of F1, is into fashion, is into human rights, I think he's a vegan, he stands up for obviously race and other, other things as well, minorities, he's won it seven times should have been eight he's won it he's done it all won it all drove the fastest cars for the biggest team um, just yeah I think he is I think he is the the go the go you could have argued Michael Schumacher but you all you know as growing up you think, Jesus, who the hell is going to be this guy? Yeah. Who's going to ever do better than this guy? Yeah. And I now al- we're here. I always <laughs> wonder about the Michael Schumacher thing because on the track, he was notorious for stuff. You know, he was notoriously the best driver at that time. Mm. He was notoriously. I seem to remember he was quite difficult, I think, might yeah. be a, a polite way of putting it. But. You could never argue with his results. He was the best for many mm-hmm. years. But I always work on the principle, especially now, that his career is ever so slightly tainted by the accident he had. Because there's always going to be that question of, what if? You know, if he hadn't had yeah, the accident, I think it's... would he have gone on to more, to more greatness, to more... And we'll never know. I think he, he retired and then... The accident was a huge thing. I, I don't know if tainted's the right word. I think it just abruptly stopped his everything. everything. Did, he, did he have a, a commentating job lined up? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think he'd maybe just given up driving. I'm sure he had. I seem, I seem it, to think that there was something in the pipeline for his future with F1 that wasn't necessarily driving related but I thought it was like possibly a commentary because I mean anybody that's had a career at the highest level you expect will move into some form of behind the scenes anyway just naturally Mm. but it would have been there behind the scenes he would have been in F1 everywhere everywhere in F1 and that would have really brought his legacy to the forefront a lot more he would but because of how abruptly it's he's it, his life has stopped he, he can't he's not in the limelight anymore and and the way that they've gone about it the family they lit again stopped everything about everything about him is stopped and it's almost like they don't want to talk about him because they don't want any attention brought to him. 
with him in his whatever state he's in now. It's that thing, isn't it? But you, you, the, can, you can see both sides. You, you can see the, yeah. we want our privacy, but on the flip side, it's been many years at this point, and you'd kind of like some sort of update on the, how is he, kind of. Yeah, and we've touched on it on the podcast. I really feel like there needs to be an update, because oh, absolutely. that's... Yeah. But then, because that that closes a chapter, it gives people... Um, it, it's closure, it's closure, isn't it? Closure, yeah. yeah. You're on looking a, for that a, bit of closure. A, but why are they not doing that? Is it because he is in such a bad state? Is that why? And is it because we just they, they want everybody, the world, to just go remember Michael as a racing car driver who won all the races, who was one of the greatest, and not this guy that's had this horrific accident is now suffering from all these horrific injuries and his family are suffering from all this horrific attention and stories and and you know as well like he's probably got a lot of money he's probably got a lot of assets he's probably got a lot of things had a lot of hands and different plates and pies and stuff like that and it's maybe they just that's why they've done again another reason it's all speculation to just go look leave us alone remember the Michael as that because that was that was him yeah and they always I think they said like <coughs> that's what he would have wanted that's what he wants I think that like, I think that's he wouldn't have sense. wanted anyone to remember this yeah I think that's all so remember him for his I mean, career he, not for his accident kind of thing Exactly. Exactly. And he would have, God, he would have been making a hell of a lot of money right now. I'm sure of it. You know, like some of these stars in other sports that have gone on to do major, major business deals, major, major projects. I'm sure he would have been exactly the same. Exactly the same. Yeah. It's just sad. It's just so sad. Yeah. Um, we are at a point. We are at a point now where we are gonna have to take a short break, which for us it will be X amount of time, but for listeners slash watchers it will be a mere moment in time. So we're gonna take a quick break and we will jump back and see you guys in a minute. See you in a sec. Absolutely. Recording in progress. Allegedly recording in progress when the idiot who's driving can actually do it right. But when I had to talk about my technological uh, shortcomings, we're here to talk about you now. We're going to talk a little bit about, about Tony. So, we've gone through some Formula 1 stuff. We're not putting the Formula 1 stuff to bed. We're just going to put it on pause for a minute. We're going to talk a little bit about Tony. So... Let's talk about what you do from a, um, I suppose it would be from an exercise perspective. Um, are you are you a gym goer? Are you a sports person? Are you, I know like ultimately we're going to start heading, heading a bit more down the mental health route. I know it's something you've spoken about previously. I know we've, we've spoken about it here today. So what, what do you do from a... Like I say, from an exercise perspective, is it all clean eating and yoga, or uh, is it is it is it fast food and fast living? It is all about the gain train, and it's all about pure strength and power and muscle mass. That's what I like. I go, I go to the gym to lift weight. Some I do poorly. Some I do very well. But it's all just to get bigger, just to get stronger, and just to feel a bit better, pretty much, about, about myself. Um, yeah, that's about it. To eat clean, mm, yeah... We're trying. I've been. I've probably been trying for about 
31 years now, but well, I mean, I'm not stuffing my face every day with um, chocolate, but yeah, trying to keep it tidy here and there. But what about you? Do you do you you climb? Do you you climb? So if if you'd have asked if you'd have asked me. 20 years ago, I'd have been like, it's all about the weights. It's just weights, 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 weights. I just lift heavy things and do dumb stuff. That was it. That's all I cared about. Um, and then, uh, if you jump to about 10 years ago, um, I was I was just in the absolute worst place. Um, I was... Mm-hmm. I was the best part of thirty stone. I, um, I, the the furthest I ever moved was to the kitchen to get more to eat. It was just I was in the worst possible place. Um, wow! And then wow. it was that kind of that sort of. I was a new dad. Um, was just like I can't, I can't. It was that kind of I can't not be here. I can't not be here for my for my kids. I can't mm-hmm. not be here anymore. Um, so I needed to change something and the easiest, most accessible thing at that point in time was the couch to 5k. And I was like, I can download it on my phone. It's free. You just, you just go on, you know, each time you go on, you go on to the next run. And to start with, it was like run for 30 seconds. And I was like, that's going to be a challenge, but we'll see. And apparently it wasn't as much of a challenge as I thought. Um, and yeah, within I don't know two and a half years of that, it was I was I lost eleven stone. I was running ten um, k's like I'd entered York ten k. Um, and around wow. about that time, sort of a, a mate of mine was like, oh, you know. She finds coming to the gym. I was like, oh, I haven't been to the gym for a while now, so maybe. So then got back into um, training weights and running and that side of things, and then took up a variety of different sports, squash, badminton, all stuff that could be done in the same place where the gym was. Mm. So there was that side of things. Um, then I had another point in time where things got bad and um, put a lot of the weight put a lot of the weight back on stopped going to the gym stopped doing anything um, and then another friend was like look why don't you come to the gym with me and I was just like you know black cloud and I don't want to go to the gym like you'll feel better for it and I was like oh, I don't want to it was like you'll feel better. Come on, let's go to the gym. And we went, and I did feel better, and that kind of reignited that that train, that sort of. So at that point, at that point in time, I spent the majority of my life in the gym. I was doing two to three hours a day. It was everything. It was cardio, weights. The weights got heavier. The weights got bigger. Um, it was protein shakes and creatine and you know, amino acids and all that sort of stuff. And it got that, that sort of went the other way, got a little bit out of control that way. <laughs> you know, I always like to do things to the extreme. Um, and then, yeah, fast forward to 2020 and driving up to the 24 hour gym at 11 o'clock at night going, why, why is it all in darkness? I thought things went uh-huh. to shut for another 12 hours. I thought they were supposed to close in the morning. And and just... That was the first point in time of realising the mental health side of it. Coming home and just falling into this pit of... If I can't go to the gym, what the hell am I going to do? Because that had become like a, an identity. That was like... Uh-huh. A, you know, like I say, I go to the gym, I lift heavy things, I go on every cardio machine they've got there. I was trying to, like, break a rowing record and break my own bike record and run further on the treadmill every day. And then, 
it was arm day every day and then another body part and it was just like you, like you were saying get as big as possible take on as much mass as possible all that sort of stuff so I was just like what what now um, and my uh, my good lady was like one day I went out of the house for well uh, I imagine it was probably some sort of walk or something because you know we couldn't do much at that point in time and I came back and she was like I know it's not I know it's not much but I, uh, come and have a look at this and she cleared like a like a space in the garage because I owned like X amount of equipment so she cleared this little space in the garage she was like I know it's not much but it's better than nothing and I was like yeah um, so you know through the through the pandemic still being able to work out was important um, and I never went I never went back uh, to the gym really I got some sort of um, trial stuff for the gym that's like over near where I live and it's fine whilst it's cheap but the the full price for the for what they want and what they've got is just astronomical um, uh. and then we had a we had a situation where we could uh, like convert part of the house uh, which led to a home gym and stuff like that and then a, a guy I work with was like hey I go uh, I go indoor climbing do you want to come I was like no absolutely not I was like, but my eldest used to go indoor climbing, so uh, maybe she wants to give it a go. So I sort of took her down, and they were like, oh, if you're going to supervise her, you need to be able to do it as well. Like, that sounds suspicious. I was like, look, I just, I just need to stand and watch. I don't need to be able to do it. And they were like, unfortunately... To be classed as being able to supervise, you actually do need to be able to do it. So, fuck. so I'm there, like <laughs> hanging off this wall, like literally a foot off the ground. Like, it, can I get down now? And they're like, if you want, but we'd prefer it if you went up the wall. And I was like, can I not? Because I don't want to. And then somehow, somewhere along the line, I was convinced that it might be a good idea to uh, give it another try. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm up to three times a week now. So now it's, and this this ties into what we were saying literally at the start when I was saying I've been burning the candle at both ends. That is largely to do with adding climbing in because climbing's like half six on a morning for an hour. In the morning. Yeah, half for six hour. on a morning for an hour, um, two days a week, and then nine o'clock. On a Saturday, but I've got a little, got a little running group going before that. So I meet up with a couple of guys from work, and we go for a run at eight o'clock in the morning. And then I have to have walked the dog before that. And so it's all about you know, you as as Arnold would say, everybody's got the same twenty four hours. It's up to you what you do with it. And ultimately, it's just about mm -hmm. cramming more and more stuff in. Um. So no, no spin class then. No, uh, no aerobicized, no, no, no boxing classes. I mean, I've been there, done it. Not my cup of tea. I did do quite a few spin classes when I was doing a bit of triathlon, mm. and they were horrific. They were probably some of the hardest classes I've ever done, but they were they were probably the best as well. I mean, I did a few boxer size classes years ago nearly died of the DOMS muscle soreness mm. um, yoga did a few yoga sessions a few months ago now used to go like maybe once every week for like five or six weeks really good mm. really good for like stretching and just posture yeah. and well yeah. you've got to you've got to by the sounds of what you said, you've got to prioritise your time. And sometimes other priorities come and you've got to, you've got to choose. Absolutely, absolutely. And it, it's you've got to drop the Yeah, you've got to decide, you know, is, is it this or is it this? Is it, you know, 
is it the stuff I enjoy? Is it the stuff I need to do? Can I find a middle ground and do a little bit of both? Need or want? Yeah. Need or want? Yeah. And I've, I, I think, you know, personally, I've always had that. Well, I can just do a little bit here and a little bit there, and I'll, I'll find the time to do this. And sometimes you have to say, I, I haven't got the time to do that. Um, but I struggle. That's what I struggle with massively and my wife regularly and she probably says it to me in, in a way that it comes off to me where I, she's saying it to me and she for the best interests for my best interests and I do I know she is but I struggle because in my head I'm like I want to go to the gym I want to go, I want to go, I want to do this, I want to get better, I want to... But in the grand scheme of things, do I? Do you really need to? Do you need to go there at 11 o'clock? Do you need to get up at 5 to get to the gym at half 5? What are you trying to achieve here? What, what, what do you want? And that's sometimes I do find myself in that... that polar opposites like well yeah I want to get bigger I want to get stronger like this is my haven for my mental health which yeah. we're probably going to come on to in a minute like this is my hour of the day where I selfishly just think about me mm. and it's me against some just obsolete thing nothing <laughs> else matters I find I find but sometimes then, it's the opposite I find sometimes it's an hour of not thinking about stuff sometimes it's that yeah, it's just it's that hour of i need to lift this thing 12 times let's go and the only thing yeah. that's going through your head is one two three you know sometimes that in itself you know if you think about things like meditation in meditation there's a lot of that counting of breaths likewise in yoga you'll put they'll put you in a position and then ask you to count a lot of stuff through mental health stuff involves that that counting aspect. So when you are then in a situation where the only thing that's going through your mind is counting to 6, 8, 10, 12 and beyond, and can my body take this one more rep? Can I push one more out? Can I do this? It's not, have I got the money to pay that bill this month? Oh, the, the car needs to go for a service. Oh, what's wrong with the dog? Why Why does he look like there's something wrong with him? Oh, um, oh, I've got to pick so-and-so up from school on that day. And then on that day, I've got to pick somebody else up from school. Oh, what's, have I bought the tickets for that thing? Because I don't want them to miss the ticket. That. that is the nail on the head. That's where, that that's, that's, a, uh, that's an early coffin, that one. Physically, you're pushing yourself. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And you're chasing a pump and you're chasing that pain and you're chasing that that strength. And But you've made a really good point. Mentally, you're going backwards. You're kind of going down and down and down the levels. And when you do come out of the gym, you have that like really weird sensation of like accomplishment and you feel like relaxed mentally. And you feel fulfilled mentally because you've just done some you've done some work, and now you feel this type of way about it. It's a men, it's a mental and, reset. It's hitting the mental reset. Yeah. Also, like I was saying, I, I was I was unwell yesterday. Now, luckily for me, Sunday's Sunday is my one rest rest day. Let's say mm-hmm. um, I have a, I have a big long dog walk on a Sunday morning. Me and the dog get out. We go over all the fields near the house and stuff and it's just me and him and it mostly involves me like being like just slow down because he he knows what day it is and i'm like just slow down just calm down we'll get there and he's like just get to the fields the fields and then you know once we get to the fields i let him off the lead and then it's a similar thing it's just me and him walking through a field and my mind's just mm. like you know and sometimes it's like oh i've got to remember i need to do this tomorrow and other times it's like what more do you need than a, a field and a dog sort of thing? Um, so I was. I up. feel walks. I feel walks with the dog or walks outside 
it's not the same. It, it feels like I'm out in the. Yes, you're appreciating like the beauty, the the landscape, the fresh air. Like it makes you feel different. But for me, sometimes it's like your mind wanders. Yeah. But it mind wanders to like, did you do that? Yeah. Did yeah. you do and, that thing that you should have done yesterday at yeah. three o'clock? That's what they oh, say shit. with med- with meditation. You're supposed to bring yourself back to that that center and you're not supposed to your mind's not supposed to wander to which job did i not do which bill did i not pay have i got enough money to do this your mind should be always and i agree when you're walking the dog and you're like what's tomorrow right monday tuesday yeah oh shit that thing comes out yeah on wednesday make sure you move that there you've got to do this and then you've got to ring that person and that and then you've got to that's why the gym hits so well on that mental health because yes. you are there for one reason. You are there to do one thing. And we all know about certain gym etiquettes. I have I have these long sort of things with, especially like my younger children. My younger children, mm. they want to go in the gym. They want to see what daddy's doing. They want to try and, and, mm. and lift weights. They, want, they love getting on like even... Not my youngest, but all the others love getting on the treadmill and stuff and all that. But I spent all of my time just like, you have to understand the rules of the gym because people die in gyms. It takes one false footstep, one false move, and you're you're suffering a, a head injury or a broken bone or something because you just didn't mm-hmm. look. And there have been times where I've, said, I've had to say to, like, one of the kids, it's like, I'm sorry, you need to leave the gym because you didn't follow the rules and you could have got hurt. So there's that element of mm. stepping into the gym for the one reason you're there. And it's not mm. about paying that bill. It's about lifting mm. that weight and your focus dials in. And it hits so many things. When I when I get on the treadmill, I've got a a TV set up and I put a movie on and I put the subtitles on because sometimes I can't always hear it and all this and I'm running and yeah I've got I've got a movie on or whatever but it's the times that I realise that I'm, what I'm actually doing is counting and I just count yes. in my head just count 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 once I hit 100 yeah. start again 1, 2, 3 and it's whether it's counting steps or whether it's counting just counting to take the idea of running away or whatever in that room, you are there for one reason, and it's it's almost like the reason you're there isn't life. It's that one escape from life. You're there to lift a weight. Yeah. You're there yes. to do an exercise. Sometimes you walk in there and it's like, I just need to get this workout done so I can go about my day. I just need to get this workout done so I can go and eat something, or any of those. But that moment where you start and you lift that first thing, that first exercise, that your mind just switches. And all of a sudden, yeah. you're in a different place. Absolutely. <coughs> but you can become possessive. And that's what's happened to me before. Like, you go there, you go there more, you go there more and more. And then before you know it, you're there all the time. And suddenly, priorities. You're, the people that you love, the, the things that you need to do are now getting abused because you're being selfish, yeah. because you're concentrating on yourself, because your mental is just going back to its default of yourself, yourself, yourself. Yeah. And that's, I do need pulling back sometimes. I do need that somebody on like hand on the shoulder like, do you really need to go for like the fifth time this week? Like, you, you, we could be doing this, or we could be doing that, and you're like, yeah, shit. Couple of a couple yeah, of Saturdays, think... a couple of Saturdays ago, the day had just run away with itself, and I was like, I need to, I need to get that workout in. I got to get that workout, and the day was just running away and running away and running away. And then yeah. I looked back at my day, and I was like, I climbed for three hours this morning. I've been for a run before that. I'd walk the dog before that. I think I can tick a box that says I've exercised today. 
So I had, mm. I had my, my lady on one side, I had my eldest on the other side, and I said, do you know something? I think I might skip my workout today, and I'm pretty sure at least one of them would have got whiplash from the speed they both turned. Like, <laughs> my eldest was like, really? I was like, yeah, I've done a lot today. I, don't, I maybe don't need to work out. I was like, are you sure? I was like, I think I can safely say that, you know, at nine o'clock at night, I've probably done quite a bit today. So, but that, that belief yeah. of, I can't believe you're saying it. It's like, well, it's one, it's one day and, you know, I didn't obsess about it too much. But you need that pause. Sometimes you just need to do nothing. Yeah. And we're coming back full circle again, which yeah. is a bit scary. Sometimes. But, just sit in front of a TV with a cup of tea. Yeah. With your comfies on yeah. or your pyjamas for for two or three hours is sometimes the best medicine. Like, it's... <coughs> it's just what you need sometimes, that. Yeah. 100%. But then, I don't know, do you meditate any other ways? Do you, do you meditate before bed? Do you put, like, a... A meditation on? I I have a variety of... So I used to meditate every day. Um, I had uh, a guided meditation I used to do that was... It was between, between 10 and 15 minutes. I was never entirely sure. I think it was like 12 minutes guided meditation. Um, the mm. problem was I'd get... After a while of doing it, I, got, I used to get that deep in the meditation that when it would start talking to me to tell me that it was nearly finished and to bring myself out, it used to make me jump out of my skin. <laughs> It'd be like... Wow. And now <sighs> it's time to think about coming back. And I'd be like... <laughs> Just like, <laughs> what's going on? Where am I? Um, and I, I'd, spo I'd spoken to somebody at one point saying, like, I'd had a couple of strange, almost bad experiences with meditating towards the back end of my time doing it regularly. Um, and I'd end up, like, Googling it and stuff, and, like, what was this? What does this mean? And that sort of stuff. Um, but, like, for you and, like, what we've, what we've said up to this point, I found meditation through other means. So, working out, running... Like, all I can do is get out of my head during running because the shortest version is I don't want to do it. I don't, you know, pe people who are like, people who get enjoyment from it, I'm like, I think you need to see, see, seek some sort of mental help because uh, yeah. yeah, enjoy, yeah, enjoying I running. And people, again, I do Mark it. Wilkin again. I do it because I need to, not because it's like, and then there are times when I'm like, oh, it wasn't the worst run sort of thing. Um, so mm. I found that that meditation comes naturally through other things. And a lot of it is mm -hmm. like, like we were saying, the mental health side of the stuff that we do, um, from a mental health perspective, I know we've spoken already. I don't know you've spoken. Um, I encourage anybody. There was, um, an episode of straight to the apex that you did with James while Mark was out of the country. Uh, he was I think it was while he was celebrating his birthday, and I said to people, I was like, if you ever listen to a podcast, any podcast at any point in time, I encourage you to go and listen to the first 20 minutes of this episode of this podcast, because I thought it was possibly one of the most insightful, inspired, tuned-in podcasts I'd ever listened to. It was so, like, there was points where I felt myself getting emotional. There was points where I was like, I mean, I said to you guys, I was like, you know, you were the first person that I felt that ever understood my podcast the way, because I was like, oh, Tony's about to light me up. He's about to say that it's the worst podcast he's ever listened to, or the concept behind it's terrible, or something like this. And you were like, I thought it was going to be this, but in actual fact, it's it's deeply seated in mental health. And I was like, oh my God, somebody actually understands what I'm, what I'm doing week in, week out. And I still, you know, I still, I still say to people now, if you need to listen to something that's possibly one of the most important things I've ever heard from a podcast perspective, a mental health perspective, just listen to the first 20 minutes of that podcast because Formula One might not be for you, but that bit, that entire first section is not about Formula One. It is about the power of 
spending time with your mates, doing a podcast, no matter what it is, and just, you, you know, you might not be in the best place, but how certain tools are there to, to help you. So from a mental health perspective and a podcast perspective, how are the two things linked for you that you've not talked about on previous podcasts? Mental health and podcast, it's, pro- it's probably summarised perfectly and then in that first few that first bit of that podcast Mark left the country and when Mark's not on the podcast he's usually left the country and that's when we can kind of get away with talking something else but F1 um, because we can't go deep we can't talk about anything rude or risky um, when Mark's around because he doesn't like that but anyway I'm divulging it's it's just all about talking, speaking, opening opening your mind, opening your voice, expressing yourself. It's such a simple term, but it's so powerful. And just and like I said it on the podcast. It's very cliche, it's okay to talk, but the way that us as human beings, the most effective way is talking, and therefore it has to be probably the most powerful tool that we have, and going forward as well with AI, a human talking to another human is probably going to be something in the future that is very, very, not very, very, but it will be rare. And the podcast, that's what it is for me. It's joining up with some friends and just talking about something that we have in common. And just that in itself, and again, that's what I referenced to in that first bit is, and what we've already spoke about just recently, it takes your mind off the things that are going on in your life, the complex things, the bad things, the negative things, the pessimistic things, the and it just gives you that breath. That that you laugh, you giggle, you smile a little bit. And it, it just that that in itself just takes weight from your shoulders, from your mind. And that is like that's worth money that's worth all that's worth to me that's worth a lot i always say podcasting's free therapy now i know that there's probably people in my my life that wish i'd spend some money and get some proper therapy but i'm like week in week out i know that i can direct my entire week's worth of whatever into an hour hour and a half's worth of podcasting that's going to be literally just me going i tell you something shit that happened this week and you might not think it's all that shit but i certainly do at the time and and I know from pressing record to pressing stop, there is an element of, I feel better. It's like walking into the gym versus walking out of the gym. And, yeah, like, I mean, I know I... Well, that's, I, that's why the darkest timeline is so clever. And that's why I said it in the podcast. And it's so authentic. Because... You are talking on your own. You're not with anybody else. It's just you. And you're just talking about yourself. And it was so relatable for me because... And I feel like it's relatable to everybody. Because that's what they do on a daily basis. To themselves. It's just you take an hour out of your day and you put it out there. And you've done that hundreds of times. And that's cool. That's cool. To me, that's cool. And brave. Because not many people would do that. Not many people would want to talk about the inner things that are going on in their mind and putting it out there and looking at it in a different perspective and analysing it. And you've got nobody else to bounce it off. It's just you working through it. 
And That's those, why I liked it so much. There are those times when I'm like, you know, a, a, now is a prime example. You know, you are you are not the first the first guest to come on the darkest timeline, but you're one of the first guests because week in week out, I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, I need to go and talk about the this time I was driving to work and somebody cut me up and how how it ruined my entire day. And it's not, it, you know, it's not, it's less about that and it's more about, you know, here's some of the stuff I thought about in the last week and, you know, here's the stuff that I've been doing to keep myself sane and, and that sort of stuff. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, when I listened to the, to your description of what podcasting was, I was like, could not, couldn't, I don't think anybody could have said it any better because it was like, that is... Mm -hmm. The realest, the rawest, the most, the closest I'd heard up, uh, up till that point. I was like, that should be, you know, it should be put out there on the on the stone of podcasting. That's what should be said. So, but that's why it's so popular. I think that's why it's so popular at the minute. Yeah, because there's a podcast for everybody. Oh and, yeah, and I, I guarantee you, there's thousands of people that are listening to all these different things. And they're starting communities. They're listening to problems or solving problems for them. It's like verbal feedback that you you wouldn't have got twenty years ago, thirty years ago. You would have had to look in a book. Yeah. You would have had to talk to somebody in complete confidence, which not many people would have done. But then that opens the door. Look at the other side of the coin. Now it's more open suddenly there's a lot more people talking about mental health. There's a lot more complexities about it. Yeah, absolutely. It's, absolutely. it's only going to get bigger. Yeah. So, from a perspective, I had I had some, some light questions to finish with, but honestly, I think it's something that we can save for another time. Um, time is, is a, of the essence. Um, as I've said to you, in the past, as I've said to you previously, um, the, the podcast door is always open to you. Um, I want to say from, from my personal perspective, from this podcast we've done here, um, thoroughly enjoyed it. It's nice to be able to get a little deeper sometimes because like you said, I think, you know, I think it's something that's maybe, or more often than not missing from society. Um, mm. and, and it shouldn't be, you know, it can, it can make a difference. Um, so yeah. big thank you from me to you for for freeing the time up to come on. Um, it's been and thank you anytime, absolutely anytime, mate. The door is always open. Thank you. I'll, I'll, I'll happily, happily. I'd love to do room. it again. Would love well, to go deeper. Like discuss I say, loads more things. I didn't. I didn't even get through all my questions. So uh, I'll just I'll just keep those questions and add to them, and then we'll get you back on. Obviously, straight to the apex. Is going to be wrapping up in the uh, in the near future, I'm afraid. So uh, maybe just putting it out there, T Dog, C Dog, Mental Health Podcast. Just saying, just saying. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. There we go, people. A guest. You thought it was never going to happen, and what a guest to have on. T-Dog from Thanks. Straight to the Apex podcast. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining these lovely people and we will see you next time. Tatty bye. Bye bye.